0: Thanks to Funrise for supporting Don't Keep Your Day Job. Start building your better portfolio today. Get started at funrise.com slash dreamjob to have your first 90 days of advisory fees waived. Also, thanks to Bright Sellers. Bright Sellers is the wine subscription service that helps you find wines you love. By taking their 30-second quiz, Bright Sellers will pair you with six unique and personalized wines that are delivered right to your doorstep. For my listeners only, we are giving you 50% off your first six bottle orders from Bright Sellers by going to BrightSellars.com/slash Dreamjob. Hey guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Keep Your Day Job. So I was just sitting outside in the beautiful breeze. Some nights here, it is just so unbelievably relaxing. Other nights, it's like any place, you know, nothing's perfect. There are nights where it's kind of humid, but then there are these nights, oh my gosh, where the sky is literally pink and purple. These sunsets, unbelievable. And I was just really feeling into just wanting to choose to relax even more. And I've been talking to one of my best friends about how thoughts, every thought is like an affirmation, basically. And I was listening to Dr. Joe Dispenza the other day, and he was saying how every thought literally sends off a chemical reaction in the body. And so There are certain thoughts that when we think them, we literally feel bad physically. And there are other thoughts that when we think them, we feel good. And so the more and more I'm on this journey, I just see that at every stage, there's more work to be done to really free ourselves and transcend the BS, the ego, the stuff that just keeps us suffering so unnecessarily. So that's my thought for the moment, and I'm hoping that that feels somewhat good and somewhat liberating. It's really my work, I feel, is to just continue to notice, like, what am I holding on to that is so old, and I just keep replaying it, and I don't want to choose it anymore, and it's not even true. And I feel like no matter how many people I speak to, the thing that just always comes up is... I'm not enough, or in order to be loved, I have to completely over-deliver. I just wish that people could fully release that and know that you don't have to do anything sensational to be worthy. You can just be. And, And just you showing up in your broken, brilliant, messy, beautiful self, it is just so much more than enough that's really my message. I don't think you guys can hear it enough. I feel like I need to keep saying it. And so I will. Speaking of all that, today on the show, we're going to share with you a few amazing human beings, graduates from the Made to Do This program. You're going to hear from Holly Danger, Jenny Armstrong, Oswald Perez, Naema Black, and Natalie Hines. They're such special people and they have incredible gifts that are making such a big impact in the world. I'm so proud of what they've been able to accomplish. And it's such an honor to connect with all of them, with all of you, but to really get to do this work and made to do this and to be a part of their journey. These stories are stories of courage, of generosity, and of possibility. I think that this will give you a helpful reminder of what's within reach. When you give yourself the permission and you take action, Even if you continue to pivot, it's going to lead you, you will be led to where you're meant to serve. So first, we're going to hear from the amazingly talented Holly Danger. She's a videographer and an artist specializing in creating beautiful, immersive experiences, video projection art, and performances. She had just left her corporate job about a year before she joined our program, and she had been trying to build her business as a videographer, but it felt like a few pieces were missing. So let's listen to what happened when she went through the Made to Do This program. Check it out. I guess coming into the class, I thought I was doing everything right. I thought that
1: my light was on. And you made me realize that my light was on, but it wasn't shining bright and saying, I am available to do this type of work. You know, I had kind of been posting here and there just whenever I felt like it, but I wasn't being proactive. I wasn't finding the people that needed to see my work. And so through the class, I learned I needed to look for event planners, event producers, event directors, you know, and through a lot of the coaching, I was, I was directed to like reach out to those people specifically and put my work in front of them. And that's something that I wasn't doing. And I, I couldn't even believe I wasn't doing it. So one of the things that helped move me forward was starting to post on LinkedIn, and so I started, you know, looking through through hashtags and like trying to find the right people and putting my work out there and saying, if you need this type of work, I am here for you, you know, reach out to me and we'll, we'll have a conversation about it. Um, so that was where the shift started. And one thing that you've said throughout the program is if you're driving a boat and you shift just two degrees, you'll end up somewhere completely different. And that has been the truth of my story just making the two-degree shift to being more proactive, to reaching out to the people who really need what I provide has been such a game changer. And so I I guess I'll I'll tell you a couple other things that I've done. Um, I started reaching out to all of my industry heroes, you know, liking and commenting on everything that they have on Instagram, you know, asking questions, being really engaged. And through that process, I just, All of my heroes started following me back and getting, you know, I I started an engagement with them to the point where all of a sudden one of them wrote on LinkedIn one day, you know, hey, I'm looking for video artists. And I raised my hand and I said, I'm one of them. You know, do you want me to come in for a meeting? I will come in for a meeting tomorrow. And so I had one meeting with this amazing company that does projection art. And within a half an hour, they offered me um, a job to do projection in Times Square and in South by Southwest. So these opportunities started happening. I will say the sad part of this story is that uh, COVID happened right as I was starting to get momentum with all of this. And so I kind of had to, all of those projects are on pause, but I have other stories like that through word of mouth. There was a company that they manage a luxury boutique hotel called me up. They said, you know, you were recommended friend to friend, word of mouth, and we want to put a video installation on the side of our hotel as like a permanent installation. And so through your teachings, Kathy, I decided to offer uh, seasonal flagpole content so that they can continue to hire me throughout the year, and we do something different on the side of their hotel. But so you inspired so much action. You inspired me to start a podcast called Danger Radio. I started doing a daily YouTube video, which I, I didn't have the courage to do before. As a professional in the video industry, you know you're criticized if one pixel is out of place. I mean, it's really it's brutal, and so. I feel like I wanted to start a vlog for the longest time, but I was really hard on myself because I thought things had to be perfect. And so you gave me the momentum to say, I can just be messy, I can be myself, put it out there. So I'm doing a daily video on Instagram, doing a daily video on YouTube and Facebook, And I started a Facebook group and I started performing live stream twice a week for my Facebook audience. But I've started cultivating like a Wednesday and Saturday night live stream performance uh, where people are coming out and saying like, thank you for giving me something to do at this time. You know, thank you for giving me something to look forward to. And so COVID hit, all of my exciting projects came to a brutal halt. And so I, you know, another thing we learned in this program was we have to pivot. And so I had had an idea I've been thinking about for the last couple of years, and it was to use what I've created uh, with all my video installations and create an immersive experience that you can have in your home. And it can bring one of these art experiences that I, that I usually get paid thousands of dollars for. It can come to your home and uh, I've curated them with different moods. So one you would put on for relaxation, one you would put on for focus, and one you would put on for lifting your energy. Since, since the COVID stuff hit, I have done nothing but dive into my creative work, my own work. And you've just given me so much action and so much motivation, and this group has just been so supportive. I just, I feel like you've pushed me, and I'm just like, I'm gone.
2: <laughs> the
0: sky's the limit. I'm so excited to see where you're going to take it. So yeah. great. Well, we will drop all of your links, and um, everyone to go check it out. It's so special. Thank you so much for sharing that. How amazing is Holly? Holly, I'm so proud of you. And I'm so proud of all that you've accomplished and built for yourself. You're such an inspiration. And I just can't wait to see all the cool things you're going to create next. You should all go check out Holly's work because it's remarkable. She has her video art series Atmosphere on her website, hollydanger.com. And she's also doing twice weekly live streams on her Holly Danger YouTube channel. You can find her on all her socials at Holly Danger, And we have all of those links in the show notes. Holly, congrats on all your success. You deserve it and you deserve all the beautiful things that are coming for you. All right, now we have the amazing Jenny Armstrong. She already had a fancy career as a lead speech writer for Canada's prime minister, and she came into the program thinking she would do something more creative, like knit some cute hats or something like that. But when COVID hit, she made a pivot to something so different and so beautiful, and it's created a ripple effect on a massive scale. I'm gonna let her tell you the story, so take a listen.
3: My kids went away on March break. They came back after March break, but there was no school. So I went from being their mom to needing to be their teacher. I'm not a teacher, uh, but I needed to give them some kind of work to do. I'm a writer by trade. So I said, guys, I'm going to give you a writing assignment. You have to write 50 words a day about how you're doing, about how you're feeling. It doesn't need to be in depth, but you just need to get something down on the page. And I started hearing or noticing on social media that other parents were doing the same. And that teachers were starting to ask the same of their students. And I thought, wouldn't it be cool if there was some way to bring all of these stories together so that kids would have an opportunity to share their stories, but also so that they could read other kids' stories and know that whatever they're feeling, if they're sad or scared or lonely, or maybe they like being home and they don't miss it at all, that they would know that they're not alone. So I got the idea, I think it was April 1st, and it was around 10 30 at night. And I pulled an all-nighter, and I pulled together a website called thekidsright.com, and it just took off. We now have more than 150 stories from kids in 11 countries around the world. We just added Belgium today. What happened in our first weekend, so the website had only been around for maybe like 48 hours or so, and it came to the attention of Canada's chief public health officer, Uh, And she shared it on Twitter. And and that's really where it started. It started to take off and the story started to pour in. And it's definitely a labor of love. I moderate the whole thing because I want it to be a safe place for kids. So nothing goes on the website that I don't sign off on and approve. I've since created a Facebook page. There's a Twitter feed and now an Instagram feed because I just, these stories are so amazing. I just want to get them out share them with the world, put them in front of people wherever people are. So it's not, even, it's not even about driving traffic to this site. It's just about making sure that these stories get out and that kids know that we're paying attention and that we're listening to them and that their stories matter. There was somebody, I think it might have been on, on one of our co-working sessions, where somebody said, said to me, you're recording history in real time. And all of a sudden, I, 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 like I did, I did this, I sat up in my chair and I'm like, well, that is a noble purpose, isn't it? You know, yeah, it but it, it's, it's not about me. It really is about making sure that the kids know that their stories are important. And the cool thing is, whoever the children are, I suspect in real life, absolutely shine through. So if they're funny or silly or they like to crack jokes, that comes through. If they're a little bit more introverted or a little bit anxious, yeah. that comes through too. We've gotten poems. We've gotten songs. It's evolved into a, a really neat collection. And I truly think that one of the things that has saved me personally from probably fearing toward depression is having the purpose of, of this website and feeling like it's making a difference in the lives of kids.
0: It totally is. And it's making a difference in everyone's life who gets to even hear about it. And also let's not undersell the fact that you did it so quickly, like you now have over 150 stories and and what has
3: it been three or four weeks that you've collected? Yeah, just, just over a month, just over a month. And the interesting thing is, so I had the idea and I thought, you know, cause I tend to run this way. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I don't know. What about licensing? What about rights? What about copyrights? What about parental approval? What are, like, you know, you sort of run through the reasons why it's a bad idea um, and nobody's going to be interested. Nobody's going to share it. And I just put that on a shelf and said, just try it. Just go ahead and do it. What is it? It's like six, eight hours out of your life trying to program this website and get it up and running, put it out in the world and see what happens and let that feedback be your guide. Because There were moments in, you know, like, you know, at midnight when I'm like, is this really a good idea? But I'm really glad that I just powered through because I know that I've cut myself off in the past from some really wonderful opportunities and experiences. And I I just couldn't let this be another one. That's so awesome.
0: And there's been over 14,000 hits on the website from over 5,000 visitors. You know, it's just, I, I think it's amazing that we tell ourselves things like, why would I do this? No one would read it. Who says that's so, right? Look, what, it, look what's it,
3: happened. It really was a moment where, and I know you've said in the past that people have to shift into who am I not to do this? And this really was a who am I not to do this moment. I'm like, somebody else can do it. I can give the idea to somebody else, but then it might not happen. If I do it, I know it's going to happen. Yeah. I've done a lot of media around it, which is also really cool. Cause I've, I've worked with media in the past, but to put myself in the hot seat is a very different experience. Tell us about um, that. Are you
0: talking about how you were on CBC news?
3: I was, I was on C, uh, several different CBC radio programs. The website got picked up by a media group in Portugal. They did a whole write-up in Portuguese. So the producer said, like, where do you see this going? And I said, you know, I've told the stories about what it's like to miss teachers and miss friends and miss grandparents. Wouldn't it be amazing if I could also tell the stories about what it's like to go back to school and see your friends again and finally be able to hug your teacher and finally be able to hug your grandparents? I would love to see the whole arc of this story and I don't see the website going anywhere. Like I see myself paying for and re-registering that domain in perpetuity. I'll put it in my will. My kids will be on the hook for it, because it really does feel like a piece of history that at some point in time, sociologists or anthropologists or historians are going to want to to take a look at.
0: I think that that's awesome, and thank you so much for sharing all of that and having the courage to pivot. It's amazing. Thanks, Kathy. It's such an incredible story, Jenny. I hope that you are so proud of what you've created, of all the lives you've touched, of all the voices that have been heard because of what you built. You can all go find her work at thekidsright.com. And Jenny just let us know she recently wrapped up the stories on The Kids Right as she's going through a season of transition, but it's safe to say that this really made an unbelievable impact. In fact, Jenny told us that in the 10 weeks or so it was live, they posted more than 250 stories from 13 countries, recording nearly 60,000 views from 19,000 visitors. She hasn't completely shut the door on it yet, but no matter what happens, Jenny, you're such a star. And for all of you listening, I highly encourage you to read the wonderful stories that kids submitted. You'll see all of Jenny's links in the show notes. so You can check them out. Jenny, you gave so many kids a voice when they needed it most. And for that, the world is such a brighter place because of you. Okay. Before we keep going, let's just give a big thanks to our sponsor. Have you ever gone to the store for a bottle of wine only to realize you have no clue what you're looking for? I'll admit that I've done that many times. Bright Cellars is a personalized wine subscription service that lets you skip the store and brings amazing wines matched to your taste right to your door. All you have to do is take a 30 second quiz and the algorithm matches you to wines that you're going to like. And we have a great offer for you from Bright Cellars. Go to brightcellars.com slash dreamjob and get 50% off your first six bottle box. I took the quiz. It was really fun and super easy. They asked questions like, what's your favorite kind of juice? What's your favorite candy? What kind of wine do you usually prefer? And then afterwards they showed me my wine matches like the Cataract from Italy and a red blend called Acopio from Spain. I'm really excited to try these out. Plus, they have these awesome wine education cards that tell you more about the wines in your box, like the flavor profile, what to pair it with, where it's from, the ideal serving temperature. So you're not just enjoying tasty wine, but you're actually learning a lot too. Visit brightcellars.com slash dreamjob and you will receive 50% off your first six-bottle box. Use our discount link to get your first six-bottle Bright box for 50% off at b-r-i-g-h-t-c-e-l-l-a-r-s dot com slash dreamjob and get 50% off your first six-bottle box. For years, we've heard that it's important to have a diversified portfolio, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, things like that. But the most successful portfolios typically have a diversified set of real estate. So why isn't it one of the first asset classes you consider when you're looking to diversify? This is why, because it hasn't been available to investors like you and me until now, thanks to Fundrise. Fundrise is an investing platform that makes investing in highly quality, high potential real estate as easy as investing in your favorite stock or mutual fund. They make it super easy for all the investors to diversify by building your portfolio of institutional quality real estate investments. So whether you're just starting to invest in real estate or you're looking to add more, our friends at Fundrise have you covered. They have an awesome team of real estate professionals carefully vetting and actively managing all of their real estate projects. And with their easy to use website, you can track your portfolio's performance and watch as properties across the countries are acquired, improved, and operated via asset updates. Start building your better portfolio today. Get started at fundrise.com slash dream job to have your first 90 days of advisory fees waived. That's F-U-N-D-R-I-S-E dot com slash dream to have your first 90 days of advisory fees waived. Fundrise.com slash dream job. All right. Now we have a story from one of the most delightful souls, Oswald Perez. You heard an episode with him a few months ago when we shared his hot seat from the program and it was so powerful. Now we can come around full circle and share how he's found the courage and permission to put his words out in the world. So without further ado, let's bring on Oswald and hear his story of what happened after that hot seat.
4: The moment I heard, I heard my name called, I was like, ready to run for the exits. I was like, oh no, she's going to find out and everyone's going to find out. And like I got nothing to offer and thankfully Wendy and Sherry wouldn't let me like run away from this. And just that conversation, everyone was so supportive of me. It was just so overwhelming. Everyone actually wanted to like, listen to me, like that doesn't happen. It was just like, please let me get through this without like falling apart. But at the end of that call, like Kathy was right. Like my words are, are, after all this time, I never realized it. It was that moment of epiphany and go figure that moment of epiphany coincided with the fact that I got furloughed from my job because of the coronavirus. And it's true, like the response like now, it's like, wait a minute, how am I getting like 35, 40, 50 people liking my post? Like, how is that even possible? This doesn't seem like real, but it is.
0: Well, first of all, when you were in the hot seat, I will never forget that. And nor will anybody else. Oswald, you're one of those people who, when you speak people become better people. And you were made exactly as you are to shine the kind of light that only you can shine. And thank God you had the courage to even show up for the program and had the courage to share, even though you were like, I think I have nothing. And that nothing was so much something. So tell us what happened after you were furloughed, after we had that conversation, did you put together a collection of poetry and then
4: did you submit it somewhere the collection of poetry like i I had to thank kelly simmons for this one she like i kind of put it out there as graduation was coming i was still like sure where to take it i just knew that like i wanted to see like what my options were trying to get myself published that is inevitably the end game of what i'm doing like i hope i'm able to have enough works collected and like i'm able to get my get myself published somewhere some point at least at least the one even if nobody like reads it or it doesn't go anywhere like I want to like say at the end end of the day left the mark on someone's life so I put it out there to the group and as you do with every graduation you're trying to figure out okay what do I do now what's next and so I put it out there to the group and it was Kelly Simmons suggestion that I look at Bull City Press and Turns out they have this literary magazine inch, which they asked for open submissions. So I po- pulled about a dozen or so of my poems and just I submitted it because I figure, okay, even if like it doesn't get like read, or if that's like it just lingers, I put it out there and I did something even if nothing comes of it. and also still I'm, I keep publishing my pieces on my, my Instagram feed. Occasionally, come back to my blog site. It was just that revelation of like w- words being art, which I had no idea existed until you said it, Cappy. I want to keep my writing going, like, Whether it be like eventually, like putting a full or collection of my poetry. And it's like I want to like keep telling my story.
0: Story needs to be told, and it's awesome what you're doing because the hardest part is showing up for your gift, claiming to the world that, yes, I have something to say. And that's the part you've already done. I think a lot of people feel like you added so much to their year and thank you for letting me be a part of it. And there's something so powerful about souls that are just good and humble and honest and what that does to other people. Such a beautiful light to shine. So, keep shining your light and tell us where we can find you and your Instagram and your blogging and all your things.
4: Okay. So, my blog is named The Blog Underneath the Security Blanket. And you can find the address. It's perezoswald.wordpress.com. And I'm at Instagram at OswaldPerez85. Love it. And again, Kathy, thank you so much for everything.
0: Oswald, you are such a light. I hope you know how much the whole Made to Do This family loves you and believes in you. This world really does need your words. You can all go get Oswald's amazing work through his weekly newsletter where he shares essays and short stories. It really is a gift, so make sure you sign up for that. We're going to have a link to that at all of his social handles in the show notes as well. Also, Oswald shared an exciting update with us. He has a book coming out in October. Can you believe that? It's called A Poetic Journey Staying at Home. I already know it's going to be such a smash hit, so make sure you follow Oswald and get your copy when it's out. Oswald, keep shining your light. I know that this is just the beginning for you. Okay, now let's listen to the Emma Black story. She is one of the most wonderful souls. She was searching for a life that was more in alignment with her gifts and her passion, and she had tried a few things, but they just weren't clicking. Let's hear what happened when she went through the transformational 12-week made to do this program.
2: So, I have several things that I do. One, I'm a vocalist, but also since joining the program, I've also been working on sharing my knowledge of plant based eating because I am a long term vegan and I am also a health and wellness advocate. A lot of it was kind of this pursuit of alignment and also work that's fun. And so, Back in uh, 2017, with my job, there was a reorganization. And then also in August of 2017, um, we lost my 24-year-old nephew. Um, He took his own life. And I've actually not even been able to say that out loud until now, just because it's so traumatic. And so, you know, when that happened, it really made me kind of focus and look at life differently in terms of what's really important. Fast forward to um, the end of 2019, I was listening to your podcast. You know, one of the things before I had been working on was building a business for leadership training, but it, you know, didn't necessarily light me up. So fast forward to May, and when you did the five-day challenge again, this time because of covid i had been cooking a lot more at home i had been getting more creative in the kitchen so i just had like this pivot about what if i start teaching people how to make healthy plant-based meals and what if i help people to get healthy and to find ways to um, build their immune systems and all that because one of the things that has become really, really prominent in this whole COVID crisis is that people of color have had um, way worse outcomes with regard to death rates and having pre-existing conditions, and especially conditions that in a lot of cases are preventable through our lifestyle choices. And so I felt like it was kind of incumbent upon me and, you know, aligned with Ikigai to teach people about what I know in this space. So when I started telling people that this was something I wanted to do, people actually started responding positively. I found that people were actually interested to know. And so I did my um, first free workshop in June, was really well received. I put together a lot of great information And um, some people that I shared it with, shared it with other people. And so I've I've found that, you know, as I speak about it, more and more people say, oh, that's something I'm interested in. Oh, I want to learn more about that. In addition to the free workshop, I created my Facebook group, which was one of our made to do this assignments. And so it's called Harmonious Living and Eating. And so I've started building a community there and, and putting feelers out you know, in the program, you all talk about different business models and ways that you can share and monetize what it is that you know. And so I realized that courses and programs and also content were areas that I could really thrive and grow a business. And so I've actually developed a 90-day plant-based eating program. It's called 90 days to wellness, plant based eating program. And um, I'm also building some online courses that are self directed. So I launched my first five day challenge at the end of the Made to Do This program, which was kind of insane to do because it was a lot of mental work, but um, it was great. You know, I had good feedback and I shared a lot of information. And so I'm really excited about launching that also launching a podcast, and I've been a lot more visible on uh, my social media pages. You know, I'm a really private person, and so showing up, being visible, giving myself permission to be visible, and... Encouraging other people to do so has been major for me, like being anxious about going live. Like that is something that before the beginning of this challenge, I would not have done. And in the first week of the May to do this program, um, one of my bandmates passed away at the end of May. And so I Mm -hmm. did a live tribute video to him and I went on and I sang a couple of songs and it was supposed to just be this small thing. I was just going to do it for like the family and like my accountability group who were instrumental in encouraging me to just go live. And it turned out to be like over a thousand people viewed it. And like so many people told me how touched they were by it and how much they appreciated it. And for me, you know, it wasn't about the views. It was about this idea that God showed me something. He showed me that when I show up when I put myself out there that people will listen people want to know and want to hear what it is that I have to say and so you know people can get the information about plant-based eating from anywhere you know and I and I've struggled with the limiting beliefs about comparing myself to other people and thinking well there's people out there already doing it but they're not me And so that is something that, you know, through the course of this program, I've really worked on. And, um, you know, I have these cards that I read and one of them has a quote and it says, fall in love with yourself again to bring in the love of your life. I read that and I was like, moved to tears because, you know, if you think about it, what if everybody, by giving ourselves permission and showing up in the world authentically. What if everybody is practicing radical self-love? And so that is the space that I want to be in in this world and to show up and show people by example what self-love looks like.
0: I mean, that is just everything, what you just said. So tell us where
2: we can find you. Thank you so much. So my website is harmonicsoulwellness.com. And I am on Instagram. It's at Naema underscore Sings. I also have links there for recipes. So um, people can um, find some plant-based healthy recipes there. And um, also some of my music. My Facebook group is Harmonious Living and Eating. My Facebook music page is Naema Sings, no underscore. And um, also I'm participating in a wellness um, retreat next month um actually it's in october and it's called pause and return to calm so you can find information about that in my instagram fantastic and we will link all of that
0: to naima stuff so that you guys can take part and thank you so much and i'm sure you're going to have just oodles of success and help so many people it's so good Naemma, you should be so proud of all the steps that you've taken to really take your seat at the table and make yourself fully seen and heard. You are so deserving of this life. I am so excited to see how much this is going to grow. You guys, Naemma told us that since doing the challenge, she now has three paying clients for her program, which is amazing. And I know it's going to continue to grow and help more people to be healthier and practice that self-love. If you want to check out Naemma's programs and her delicious recipes, check out the show notes because we have all of her links there. And now we're going to hear from the brilliant Natalie Hines. She's inspiring the next generation of entrepreneurs through her Kidpreneur Project, and she already helped hundreds of kids around the world build and launch their own businesses. But let's go back to when this was just a seed of an idea and what happened when she took the program and stopped holding herself back.
5: Okay, so I started off teaching entrepreneurship to kids in my classroom just as a fun project and the kids loved it. And as we were going through, I was seeing all these skills emerge that, you know, I wasn't intended, but, you know, the creativity and the problem solving and critical thinking skills, and they were becoming super confident, and they were really proud of what they were doing. And so I did this for a few years in my classroom, and I really wanted to be able to do that for more kiddos. And I wasn't quite sure how to do that. So, you know, I started off pretty small with some small online classes. And I was really holding myself back as far as telling people, you know, I was afraid, you know, what are people going to think and that sort of thing. And that's with the program. One of the biggest things was, you know, why aren't you telling people? Why are you holding back? And I also was afraid to do anything that wasn't perfect. So having the permission to get messy and get out there and do the thing, you know, I was able to take the program and make it something that was accessible to not just people in my classroom, because it was just, you know, the 25 kids I had a year to now probably double that a month are coming through the program. Uh, Another roadblock I was running into was I was so worried about, well, if it's going to be online, I have to have a million followers. And if I don't have those followers, I'm not putting anything out there. I'm just not ready. And, one of the biggest pieces of advice that you gave us was you know you need to start local and you need to serve a few people and see how that works see what they like see what they don't like and then go from there and take that experience to build it to be a little bit bigger so you know that trying it iterate try again see what works so i was really lucky to do my in person events right before everything shut down so it was literally the week that we got the call, you know, this is it, no more school, all the things. And I was able to have 42 kiddos come through and have the live free experience, just to see if they like it and to see, you know, just to get the experience. And do you want to do more with this? Or was this just a one off, but it was it was really great. So that was huge in getting going.
0: Oh my God. It's so cool. I remember when we were first talking about it, everybody was like, it's the greatest idea. And it took courage for you to go out on your own and and Mm -hmm. try it. And I think for a lot of people, that paradigm shift is huge. Like we believe that we can only be secure if we're working for someone else who's getting the business and giving it to us. So you wound up doing it, you tested it. And so you have this eight week program now, right? And it didn't launch. And how many did you say about 40
5: people are in it? it's ongoing. And oh, rolling. So I like to keep the classes pretty small, eight to 10 kids at a time. So I can really give them that attention, but it's a live program on zoom. And my intention was this summer to be doing in-person camps that has been pushed off at least until July. But, uh, one really fun thing that's happened. I've had three camps so far from different places in the U S reach out to see if I can virtually do the camp for them. So I'm like, this is great. So that has happened. So we're able to do it in a camp style, which I'm also doing a little bit of a camp style. There's the, you know, some different formats, but yeah, like you said, you feel like you have to have this credibility behind you saying you can do it. And you really don't. I think a big, very scary part is when it is people, you know, that are for me, people are entrusting. These are my kids and we're going to have, you know, we're entrusting you to do this program so i have a group right now that i know everybody's parents and it's that's the most nerve-wracking group that i have because i want to do such a good job for them of course i want to do a great, good job for all of them but it's so nerve-wracking but yeah kids are coming in all the time and as The schooling is wrapping up. I'm having a lot of people reach out going, okay, we're still social distancing. We're, you know, this is still going on. And we, we really want our kids to go through this, this program. And this will be such a great thing for them to do, especially during this time.
0: That's so excellent. I'm so happy. What are you
5: charging for the program? I'm charging $120.
0: Awesome. How much of an improvement is that for you in terms of what you're making from what it was when you were doing it on the other platform?
5: It's a 30% bump when I'm not on the platform. And since making some changes and implementing what we did in the program, I was just checking, I've six X'd my income. So six times on just the program. So it's huge. And it's just been, I think, when you are going through with this super supportive community, you have your, you know, your smaller group that you're working in with and, and, you know, you just have this, well, yeah, of course you need to do that. Yeah, <laughs> of course. You know right. why? Of course you need to tell people, of course you need right. to spread this, you know, and I knew I wanted this to be, I want every kid to have this experience, yep. you know, and I have plans to take this. I mean, I've worked with kids all over the world at this point and it's awesome, but I want, you know, even further to, developing countries where this needs to be there. Let's get going on this, you know, learn how to be an entrepreneur so you can, you know, take control of, you know, your destiny here and do your thing.
0: Yeah. So, it's so cool. Yeah. it is so, so cool. And I could see this being incredible content as well. Like I would love to hear kids being interviewed and mm-hmm. sharing every week what, what businesses they are. And I'd love to see a platform where people can go buy from these different kids. And so cool. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, And that is definitely something that we're looking at in helping people. And I have had some people reach out to try to help me do that. So it is in the pipeline to try to have, you know, like the kids Etsy and, you know, I'm featuring the kiddos on Instagram as stars, I'm sharing them and some of the things that they're selling, oh my goodness. And it's, it's amazing. I love that people are buying from them. And it's, I mean, one of my kiddos, he was saying, it's just not typical. Because we're kids and people are so surprised because it's just not typical. (laughs) I'm like, I know it's just so exciting for them. It gives them a real world project to work on that it's true skills. They're learning. They're getting so much confidence. They're so proud of their work. It's really amazing. I think what you're doing is so fantastic. It's adorable. It's necessary. Honestly, what
0: you're doing, Natalie, is so cool. Thank you. Natalie, you are so inspiring. I know the kids you teach are walking away feeling so empowered and excited to turn their ideas into something that could become their life's work. I have no doubt you're going to continue growing this and shining this path of possibility to kids and teens everywhere. We're going to have all of Natalie's links in the show notes so you can give her some love. And if you have a kid who wants to become a kidpreneur, sign them up for Natalie's course. You can go to check out her website, kidpreneurproject.com, and check out her kidpreneur classroom there. Natalie, you are such a joy. So I hope that you guys enjoyed enjoyed these incredible stories. Here are the takeaways. Number one, if you shift just two degrees, you'll end up somewhere completely different. Number two, be willing to be available and the opportunities will unfold. Number three, everyone's story matters. Number four, put the excuses on a shelf and just do it. Put it out there, see what happens and let the feedback be your guide. Number five, try, iterate and try again. Number six, words are art. Number seven, stop running away from what you truly want. You owe it to yourself to give it a go. Number eight, when you show up and put yourself out there, people will listen. People will want to know what you have to say. And number nine, fall in love with yourself again to bring in the love of your life. I just want to say thank you so much for listening. I know that there's so much going on right now and you're here and I just can't thank you enough for being here. We have so many good episodes coming out. So make sure you go subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen. And I want to ask you, did this episode inspire you? Was there something about this episode that you think, I can think of one person Who would benefit from hearing this? Can you think of one friend who might be inspired by it? If so, take a second and share it or go onto your Instagram and tag me at kathy.heller and I will reshare your post and I will say a big thank you. I love you guys. I'll leave you with a song of mine and I'll talk to you on Monday.